0: I have gone my entire life without ever going on a cruise.
1: I've been on a lot of cruises. <laughs> have you? Yeah. I'm I love on, them.
2: I've been on two. I've
1: been, been on two? 11, 12,
0: 13, 15, 18. Five. I hear the midnight chocolate bar is the tits.
1: The what? What? Ugh.
0: The midnight like dessert bar.
1: Oh, uh, we had twenty four seven pizza. Yeah, oh, that was solid for me. Chicken Sold. tendies. Count me in for some twenty four seven pizza. I was
2: doing chicken tendies. And chicken tendies. And and were you? Margaritas. I was like this, and I was like eighteen. No, seventeen. We're
1: trying to plan a roll. No, I was like sixteen.
2: I was sixteen at the time. I was partying with like twenty year olds. My, I will yeah. never, I will never forget my mom waking me up and saying we have to get off this boat. And I was like sixteen, and I was that was my first hangover.
1: Oh God! And it was miserable. I, I can I had, only imagine that
2: it was miserable. But that chicken tendy saved my life at one o'clock in the morning.
1: My first hangover. I had to be at a like cheer fundraiser you would at the sun fun festival and we had a dress and that's the backyard again So i almost threw up in the mascot outfit
0: <laughs> yeah i just man i've never seen the allure of a cruise
1: i, I
2: love it. it i wanted to go on one for our wedding
1: remember right, when i was I like wouldn't i wouldn't want to do I,
2: that
0: yeah i, I don't want to be around else.
2: the idea i
0: don't want to be stuck on a boat with a bunch of fucking assholes that's for, for a week
2: that's what he told me.
1: Not on my wedding. Not for like my honeymoon or anything. No, I wanted to go on. No a, offense to anybody who's done that.
2: I wanted to go on an Alaskan cruise. Yeah,
0: and then I have to worry about fucking icebergs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. that I think that was actually a thing that he said. He was like, what about the icebergs? And I was like, yeah, I you're really in get... the Caribbean. <laughs> I was like, no.
0: no this not, was... She wanted to go on a fucking Alaskan cruise. Oh,
1: yeah. uh, Also neat. But yes. What about the fucking icebergs? Yeah, I, I wanna, did not factor those in. I don't want to get
0: in. rammed by a whale. Um, I've done that enough in my life.
2: I did not factor those in. <laughs> what the ramming by a whale?
0: Yeah, I've rammed enough whales. So I don't need them paying <laughs> me back. Um.
2: Stop! I don't need to know about your past life. I caught that all the I, first time. All I know is you. All I know is you and me forward i don't need to know about any whales before that
0: all i'm saying is i don't want the whales enacting revenge (laughs) um
2: as long as you're not captain ahab in it then i think you're okay (laughs) did you captain ahab it
0: i'm not trying to capsize in any whale thighs you know what i'm saying
1: (laughs) capsize (laughs) in (laughs) whale thighs well, can you start
2: care. the episode? I've already discussed it with Eric and I'm <laughs> married to him. I have to go to bed with this man.
1: If you haven't caught on with the cruises and the icebergs and you did not read the title of this episode. <laughs> That's key.
2: <laughs> key before you download. Yes. Which, Speaking of which, thank you guys for the downloads. Keep it yes. up. Yes. We Please appreciate it. download the episodes
0: it. if you're on Spotify or Apple. Random. Or good pods, please leave us a review.
1: Yeah. Um, like
0: I think shit. CastBox lets you review too now. So if whatever platform you're on, if they allow reviews, leave Dude. us a review.
2: Or a suggestion.
0: We really appreciate it. It helps us. It does it help does. us. That's yeah. how we know you're listening. And that's also how we know what content you like. Yes. So we actually watch the numbers of what episodes are downloaded the most. And then we plan around that. Yes. So if you guys like a certain topic, go download that episode.
1: Oh, at least, well, at let least us, tell us. Let something. us
0: fucking know. I know we have some people very excited for Summer of Slaughter. Yeah. It's Serial Killer Edition.
1: Ooh. I'm so excited. We just nailed down. This We've done jump. the list for we the year. We did the roster. The roster is not posted, but.
0: It's, we, we have the list of what created. we're going to do for the entire fucking year. So be fucking ready, cause spooky season is gonna be the shit too. <laughs>
1: spooky season, I thrive.
0: There's gonna be a lot of blood. Um, <clears throat> then you're gonna so, get into
2: like November to December or m- November to Dismember.
0: Yeah, and we all know that's a classic.
1: Yes, I is. love it.
2: I know. And then so, we got
1: Creepmas. We got a good Creepmas coming up.
2: I think you guys are gonna be pleasantly surprised with who we have on the roster. It's a, bad, it's a bad bitch rasta. <laughs> we got all the well, bad.
0: I don't know. We don't have many bad bitches on there.
2: We have some bad men. Maybe. Well,
0: the only one that I would consider a bad bitch would maybe be like Dahmer or Gacy.
2: <gasps> you're going to spoil don't it like
1: spoil. that? No. Oh, you spoil it, Ooh. Shane. Ooh. I'm so excited.
0: You never know. <gasps> but uh, yeah. So tonight's episode, or today's episode, if you're listening during the day, Um, we're talking about the Titanic.
1: I'm so excited.
0: And the sinking of the Titanic. Or did it? Or did
1: it? Or dun dun dun. A little bit of a conspiracy
0: theory, a little bit of alternative history.
2: All right. So you're telling me that I watched those two DVDs for no fucking reason. VHSs. VHSs.
0: Other than that banging Celine Dion song.
2: That is banging. (laughs) (laughs) Insert here. Yeah, insert there. That bitch, that bitch puts in work. I'm just going to go ahead yes, and say that. Yes, she did. Yeah, she puts in work.
1: So, uh, this fuels my conspiracy theory soul. Oh, what I What I have left of it. You
2: are a redhead. Because I'm a, yeah, I'm a gender. Yes. We have to point that out.
1: Every episode. <laughs> there's,
2: there's not much of it. But Her love of
0: Zach it, Bagans and the fact that she's a redhead is talked about in every episode, guys.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. At least. You just get At least about.
1: every
0: other episode,
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs> but if I don't make fun of myself, who will? You guys, yes. but <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about the Titanic Olympic conspiracy. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then for quite a doozy. Strap yourselves in. Yeah, so I
0: never. I had no clue about this. I
1: didn't either. I didn't even know that this was a thing until I saw it on TikTok and I was like, excuse me, <laughs> what? And then down I went into my rabbit hole. So, you know, I just can't help myself with the rabbit holes. I
2: can't. I, I can't, can't help myself. Well, thank you myself. for sharing
0: your holes with us, Sam. Thank you,
1: Are they redheaded holes? I have hardwood, I don't know. I was
0: going to say, <laughs> uh, I wonder if the carpets match the drapes for this hole.
1: I don't know. There was
2: enough diving into it that you'd probably be able to tell.
0: Iceberg dead ahead.
2: Ugh! What's the iceberg? What iceberg? What's the iceberg? Yeah, what's the iceberg? Well,
0: it's that it's, uh, soulless dead body. <laughs>
1: Oh fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean you set it up for it. Oh my god. Don't you just wanna stab him? Don't you just wanna create I do, your own I true do. crime on your episodes, Sometimes. I think about it.
1: <laughs> think of you're allowed to. I do. I read the notes.
0: I think at this point both of you
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> you I, catch me off guard sometimes. I'm just like
2: Fuck off. I'll tell you this every <laughs> episode. Eric's job is to catch you off guard,
1: but, but I catch him, too. You do catch times. him. <laughs> oh my I will gosh. throw in some singers every oh, now and enjoy then. Them.
0: Every now and then. She'll
1: I'm, get me. I'm, when I get them, I get them good.
0: Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, I bet you do. <sighs>
1: okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just drill him in the ear. <laughs> I'm gonna William. Just, just yeah.
0: I got headphones on. I, I got the cans on. Yeah. I got ear protection.
1: That just means I won't get you right now. Yeah. Mm. Later. Or maybe I'll get you in your nose.
2: I don't know. There's been times I've pinched Eric's nose when he's snoring, and I'm like, <laughs> I could just keep holding this and he wouldn't breathe.
0: That's that's some rude shit. All right. <laughs> well, uh, let's let's go on with this episode.
1: Before we get into the these conspiracy theories, I want to talk about the Titanic as a whole and the history behind its construction and whatnot, and then we're going to get our aluminum hats on and dive on in. I'm yeah. excited about the aluminum hats. I'm yeah. so excited.
0: I bought the extra strength tinfoil just for this episode. Oh,
2: <laughs> look
1: at
0: you. And because I have to smoke some pork belly tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the real reason. <laughs> The Titanic was the product of intense competition among rival shipping lines in the first half of the 20th century. The White Star Line found itself in a battle to be the primary steamship with a shipping line named Cunard, Cunard, whatever, a very respectable British firm with two standout ships that ranked as one of the most sophisticated and luxurious ships of their time. Cunard's Mauritania, 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 yep. began service in 1907 and quickly set a record for the fastest average speed during a transatlantic crossing at 23.69 knots, which is about 27 and a half and a 27.26 miles per hour.
2: That's pretty good for a big, big lady.
1: Yes. Moving her ass across the ocean.
0: Yo ho blow the men down. Oh
1: my god. A title that the Mauritania held for twenty two years. Cunard's other masterpiece, the Lusitania, launched the same year and was admired for it for its elegant interiors.
0: That bitch got sunk.
1: <laughs> the Lusitania met its tragic end on May 7th, 1915. When a torpedo fired by a German U-boat sunk the ship and killed nearly 1,200 of the 1,959 people on board.
0: And if I recall, that's what drug us into World War One.
1: I. I
2: think so. I think that was probably one of the.
1: Many. No, we were already in. We were already in World War One in April.
0: Well, then fuck.
2: Why were they flying? They were going across the transatlantic?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I
0: don't that's know.
1: not why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Titanic.
0: It's not in the notes. I'm free,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm free
0: speaking this one. Forgive me, history buffs.
1: That same year, 1907, J. Bruce Ismay, the chief executive of White Star, discussed the construction of three large ships with William J. Peary, chairman of the shipbuilding company Harland and Wolf, part of a new Olympic class of liners. Each ship would measure 882 feet in length and 92 and a half feet wide at the broadest point, making them the largest of their time. The largest cruise shipping commission today is from Royal Caribbean. It's Wonder of the Seas. She measures 1,187.8 1, feet. That's a big girl. Her's a big girl. She's we, a big old bitch. We've pulled up. We like ported next to her, and our it made carnival ships look freaking dinky. She's a big girl. Hers a big girl.
0: Oh yeah, tell me more about. She's a material girl.
1: (laughs) Is she a material girl? She might be. Royal Caribbean's bougie. If White Star couldn't match the speed of the Lusitania and the Mauritania, Olympic class ships would outclass the Cunard ships. I am one hundred percent confident that i'm mispronouncing that anyway they'd be bigger and more luxurious than the cunard ships the three ships that were commissioned in the olympic class were the olympic the lead ship the titanic and the britannic in march of 1909 work began in the harlan and wolf shipyard in belfast the titanic's construction lasted for two years nonstop. On May 31st, 1911, Titanic's large hull, which was the largest movable man-made object in the world at that time, made its way down the slipways and into the River Lagan in Belfast, Ireland, which is a bucket list destination for me. Over 100,000 people attended the launching, which took just over a minute, and it went perfectly The ship was immediately towed to a huge fitting-out deck where thousands of workers would spend most of the next year building the ship's decks, building her elegant interiors, and installing the 29 giant boilers that would power her two main steam engines. According to some, the Titanic was doomed from the start by the design that many admired as, quote, state-of-the-art. The Olympic class ships featured a double bottom and 15 watertight bulkhead compartments equipped with electric watertight doors that could be operated individually or simultaneously by a switch on the bridge. It was this technology that inspired the shipbuilder magazine in a special issue devoted to the Olympic liners to deem the ships, quote, practically unsinkable. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I was waiting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Practically.
1: But the watertight compartment design had a critical factor in the Titanic's sinking. While the bulkheads were, in fact, watertight, the wall separating the bulkheads only extended a few feet above the waterline. So the water could pour from one compartment to the other if the ship were listing, which is rocking side to side, or pitched forward. The second safety lapse that didn't really help was the ship didn't have enough lifeboats for the number of passengers on the ship.
0: You don't say.
1: Well, yeah. The, Women and children first. The Titanic had 16 lifeboats plus four Englehart collapsibles. That was only accommodated, then that not only accommodated 1,178 people. And the Titanic could carry up to 2,436 passengers, not including her 900 crew members. Which brings the grand total of people on the ship to well over 3,000 people. Which means that about one-third of the people on on board the Titanic were able to get on a lifeboat. The Titanic's lifeboat supply actually exceeded the British Board of Trade's requirements. Fun fact.
0: Holy shit! So, what was the requirement? Do, do you know
1: that I could
2: not find? I think it was based on the size of the ship and versus the. They're like, of well,
0: you know, two thousand people are gonna die.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> if this motherfucker goes down.
2: If you can save at least one third, we're okay with that.
0: Make room on the doors that are floating in on the top of the.
2: Mark. Oh my! Looking
1: God. at you, Rose.
0: Yeah, fuck you, Rose. <laughs>
1: I don't claim her in the ginger in the ginger world. Mm -hmm. She doesn't. No. God
0: damn you, Kate Winslet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Titanic created quite a commotion when it departed for her maiden voyage from Southampton, England on April 10th, 1912. She also ported in Cherbourg, France and Queenstown, which is now Cobb, Ireland, before she made her voyage to New York. Of course, high-ranking officials, wealthy industrialists, dignitaries, and celebrities had to be on the most celebrated ship's maiden voyage across the Atlantic Ocean. White Star Line's managing director, Bruce or J. Bruce Ismay, was on the ship along with Thomas Andrews, which if you remember from the movie, he was the ship's builder from Harland and Wolfe. But interestingly enough, the Titanic's financier, JP Morgan himself, was not on the ship. He did plan on being there, but he canceled last minute when quote business matters delayed him. <clears throat> oh
0: shit. The most one of the most evil men in America canceled mm-hmm. his business plans on the last minute. All right, I see where this is going.
1: The wealthiest passenger on board was 47-year-old John Jacob Astor IV. He was the heir to the Astor family fortune. John made waves the year before by marrying 18-year-old Madeline Talmadge Force after he divorced his first wife. Isidore Strauss, the owner of Macy's, was on board along with his wife Ada. Industrialist Benjamin Guggenheim and his mistress, valet, and chauffeur were on board, <clears throat> widow and heiress Margaret Molly Brown which she was in the movie too um, who earned the nickname the unsinkable Molly Brown when she remained cool and calm while the lifeboats were being loaded and helping boost the spirits of the, sur- of the survivors around her <clears throat> now now that we've got that out of the way we all know the Titanic sinks we all we don't have to go through that spoiler
0: alert <laughs> It's a fucking if you iceberg. haven't seen gonna, the movie
1: we're gonna save three hours of your life Hits an iceberg, boom, sinks. So now for the meat and potatoes of this episode. And why the goddamn
0: off- necklace never was found.
1: Whatever. <laughs> I never, you know, like I said, like I never really knew that there was even a conspiracy. Like I've always loved the movie Titanic, uh, mainly because Leo DiCaprio. Yes. Oh, God. Um, He is delicious. He is the most delicious.
0: I liked in The Revenant when he got fucked by the bear. That was funny. That wasn't funny. That was pretty funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So JP Morgan himself is kind of at the center of this conspiracy because he was the Titanic's financier. According to this theory, White Star Line swapped the brand new Titanic for the older Olympic for the voyage from Southampton, England to New York. The purpose of this was to simply pull off an insurance scam, along with the fear that the company would lose credibility if their new flagship sank on its maiden voyage.
0: You know, (laughs) from somebody like J.P. Morgan... I could see that. Yeah. Like, what? A, how much is a human life worth?
1: <laughs>
0: how much is three thousand human lives worth?
1: Apparently, not that much to J.P. Morgan.
0: Mm, we'll find out.
1: On September twentieth, nineteen eleven, the Olympic collided with the HMS hawk just off the coast of the Isle of Wight. The Olympic made an unexpected turn, and the two ships crashed into each other. The Olympic was able to limp back to her port, even though she'd suffered major damage. This wasn't the end of the problems for White Star Line, though. They couldn't claim insurance money for the damage because the Olympic was responsible for the crash. Then the maiden voyage of the Titanic would have to be delayed from March 20th to April 10th, and that meant that they wouldn't have the money to pay the bills Plus, they'd have the cost of repairing the Olympic, and White Star Line was losing revenue and losing to Cunard's steamship company. Remember, it's their rival. So, White Star's owners had to figure out a way to get money for the ship. This meant that the actual Olympic would pose as the Titanic and inevitably wreck in some way and they could collect insurance money for the Titanic since it was a newer ship and they'd get more money for it. It's essentially what they're trying to do. Brilliant! Allegedly. Allegedly, supposedly. Anyway. <laughs> but in order for the Olympic to look like the Titanic, work had to be done. The floors needed to be carpeted. Olympic had tile floors that had been dirtied with spilled drinks and footprints from the wreck, I guess. But other parts of the ship had to be changed also. They removed the cabins on B deck and replaced them with Olympic's promenade to make the swap look more believable. The portholes on Deck C of the Olympic, however, could not be changed to look like the the Titanic's. The portholes on the Olympic were unevenly spaced, whereas the ones on on the Titanic were even. But how do they go about swapping ships unnoticed? The people who literally built the Titanic and those that sailed and worked on the ship would be the first ones to know that something was different about the ship and in turn expose their grand plan
0: their insurance fraud scheme
1: right supposedly allegedly People who worked in the Harlan and Wolf shipyard in Belfast knew about the switch, and White Star Line told them that this would be the last job they ever worked if they told anyone about what they did. Obviously, it worked because these people kept quiet about the swap because they had families to feed, if this theory was true.
0: So, with this information, <clears throat> are, you, are these like some deathbed confession type shits, or...
1: Um possibly i have like how did this get out the ships dead i'm getting there okay on july 31st 1996 an australian man sent a letter to the northern star newspaper relaying a conversation between his son and an irish man who helped build the titanic part of the letter reads i can only only find part of it quote when the surviving crew got to port They were all taken aside and met by two men, one in a high position in the company. I'm assuming Harlan and Wolf. The other man was in a very high position in the government. The government man read the crew the, quote, Official Secrets Act, explaining that if they told of the real reason for the sinking or the rumors of an insurance scam, they would serve a minimum of 20 years in jail and would never get a job when they got out, end quote. So yeah, typically on a ship's maiden voyage, the owners would be among the first travelers, but they canceled at the last minute. J.P. Morgan canceled because, quote, business matters or that he was sick. I read both, but J.P. Morgan had previously said And made quite a big deal about confirming that, yes, he was going to be on board of the Titanic's maiden voyage. But J.P. Morgan was spotted in France two days later and had appeared to be in good health and not bogged down with, quote, business matters. But this sighting cannot be officially confirmed, of course, though, since this is all alleged. White Star Line's chairman, J. Bruce Ismay, also canceled his trip with his family because his wife was sick. I'm using air quotes. The Ismay's were seen on a motoring holiday in Wales shortly after. Of course, this is also can't be proven because there's no, quote, evidence of seeing them. It's just rumored.
0: Well, you know, when I'm responsible for over 2,000 people's deaths... I also like to get out of town and go on holiday.
1: Yeah, right. Industrialist Henry Clay Frick and his wife Horace J. Harding, she was a banker, and billionaire George Washington Vanderbilt, all of whom were connected to JP Morgan, Mm -hmm. were among the high profile people that canceled their trip due to various reasons.
0: What the frick?
1: What the frick? Photographs taken of the Titanic in dry dock show it with 14 portholes. Olympic had 16, but on the morning of her maiden voyage, photos of the Titanic showed her with 16 portholes. And remember how I said that the portholes on the Olympic were uneven and the Titanic's were even? Well,
2: all of nobody likes an uneven porthole. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there.
1: Well, all of a sudden, the day of her maiden voyage, the Titanic also had unevenly spaced portholes, allegedly.
0: Coincidence?
1: I think not. No. The collision with the HMS Hawk had left a two-degree port list on the Olympic, while the Titanic sat perfectly straight. So that means that just means it was it, she was leaning. It was tilted. Yeah. Two degrees, barely noticeable. However, one second class passenger that survived the sinking of the Titanic, Lawrence Beasley, reported that the Titanic did, in fact, list to port. He said, quote, the Titanic listed to port. It was plain she did so, for the skyline and sea on the port side were visible most of the time, and on the starboard side, only sky. Lawrence was a science teacher and was considered a reliable observer and would later write one of the first books about the Titanic tragedy. There was also a nationwide coal strike during the launch of the Titanic, which led to thousands of firemen, boiler stokers, and greasers short on work. But despite this, the Titanic had struggled to find a crew to man the ship. Many of the men refused to work on the ship at any price because there was already a rumor going around that Harland and Wolfe had swapped the ships as a part of an insurance scam and she was to be sunk in the middle of the ocean. Oddly enough, with as much hype as there was about the quote unsinkable ship making her maiden voyage, the Titanic was just over half full when it departed from Southampton on her first and only voyage. Is it possible that the rumors about the ship swap made it outside the shipyards? Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's I mean, if rumors are already stirring, that's
1: it's possible. And on this mm. podcast, you will learn that anything is possible. Yes. A large passenger ship. This is like my favorite part of this, cons- of this conspiracy. So a large passenger ship called the SS Californian, which was also owned by J.P. Morgan, uh, was also named in the blame for the mass casualties on the Titanic. It behaved very oddly around the time of the Titanic's trip. She had no passengers on board, but she traveled to the middle of Atlantic and just stopped. Her only cargo, 3,000 wool blankets and jackets. Almost like she was lying in wait for something bad to happen in the middle of the ocean.
2: <gasps> I right gasp at the same time. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Sam. So <laughs> you're telling
0: me the ship manifest... Had 3,000 wool blankets
1: and jackets. Well, they call them jumpers, but I'm pretty sure that means jacket.
0: So the Titanic had over 3,000 people,
1: right? She was about half full. So, well, 900- you know,
0: because all the elites like canceled their points.
1: <laughs> yeah. So she had 900 crew members to start. She had 900 crew members. And then. I believe there was just over like I think it was like 1700 people maybe. I know 12 to 15 lost their lives.
0: Yeah. Huh. You know, that's um <clears throat> quite a quite a coincidence. There are no coincidences.
1: Only answers. Only answers. Edith Russell, another survivor, was very adamant that the Titanic officers assured her that the Californian was on its way. Author Robin Gardner believes that serious navigational errors were made that led to the Californian stopping in the wrong area. She was 12 miles away from the Titanic, and now it's a race against a literal sinking ship. The Californian can't execute this rescue mission, and now lives are being lost in one of the worst maritime disasters in modern history.
0: Well, most of the people like that were in the water froze to death.
1: Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> wow, you hit that like an iceberg <laughs> on a
1: cruise ship. I always hit it somehow. So, in 1985, a man named Robert Ballard discovered the Titanic shipwreck and actually found evidence that supports the swapped ship theory. The stamp 401, the ID number used for the Titanic at Harland and Wolf, can in fact be seen on the Titanic's propeller. But... Some researchers have suggested that the Titanic propeller was fitted to the Olympics facelift, aka the changes that had to be made for the swap to look real. That th- that the Olympic was the Titanic. Is that does that make sense? This is a before the day of serial I'll numbers. I follow.
0: So okay. they swapped the propellers.
1: Yeah, basically. Gotcha. If this is true, it's strong evidence that the ship at the bottom of the ocean is indeed the Olympic and not the Titanic. Also, what appears to be the letters M and P can be seen on the side of the wreck. Is it the remains of the ship's original etched nameplate? Maybe. Could Hmm. that be more evidence supporting that the Olympic is the ship at the bottom of the ocean? The wreck also appears to show some evidence of the gray paint used as an undercoat on the Olympic. The Titanic had black paint for her undercoat. I'm assuming that means, like, primer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Insurance scams and fraudulent claims were pretty common during this time. There wasn't much media coverage back in 1912, And that made it easier to pull off such schemes. Only one film remains of the Titanic. And the photo record is also pretty small. The two ships are so similar that it's said that only the most observant person would ever have spotted the swap. Now, I gotta play some Devil's Advocate and give you both sides. But why? Because it's, you know, conspiracy theory. It's
2: the gingery thing to do. It is.
1: Here are arguments that the Titanic is, in fact, the ship at that's at the bottom of the ocean. 401, the Titanic's ID number. It's stamped in several, several places on the ship, on the furniture, and other items found by salvagers. The likelihood of... Harlan and Wolf, J.P. Morgan, all them to have swapped everything on the ship, furniture, paintings, decorations, like i
2: What if it wasn't stamped before that accident? What do you mean? Like, like they
0: stamped it
1: after right the
0: before it went out.
1: Yeah. Okay. I didn't think about that part. See, that's why I'm playing devil's advocate. Like
0: they just like All they had right, stamped it. I'll dance with
1: the devil stick for perfect. a second.
0: <laughs> right, like weeks before.
2: Because like why would
0: why the fuck would you stamp furniture? That's
2: I strange. mean, it, it's like a serial number. I get that, but I'm yeah. saying yeah. But why I, stamp a
0: couch?
1: Yeah,
2: I don't see them doing that unless they were trying to hide something.
1: Kind of like overkill.
2: Yeah, like they just said, just I go mean, in there with a stamper. And just start I don't know shit. how
0: much the ship was insured for,
2: That's but I'm willing
0: to bet it was a metric fuck ton, but even back in the day.
2: Possibly. As somebody who has had their house burned to the ground, hey, me, uh, they make you record everything that was in your house, how old it was, everything, and I don't see insurance companies changing their policies from 1912, so I'm thinking that when they were thinking about their insurance claim, they're like, we're gonna claim freaking everything ...on that ship down to the damn screws. I'm surprised the screws aren't stamped with a 401.
1: (laughs) So, Titanic scholars and historians say that the proponents of the swapped ship theory have over-exaggerated how similar the two ships are. While, yes, superficially the two ships were very similar... There were many structural differences as well as aesthetic changes made to the Titanic to be able to distinguish her from the Olympic. For instance, the first class A deck on the Titanic was enclosed in glass, but it was open on the Olympic, which, yes, that's relatively easy to change. Yeah. In my mind, just put up some glass walls. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know. The Titanic wheelhouse was flat at the front, and the Olympics was curved. Olympics B-Deck had a first-class promenade, while the Titanic had private verandas and suites. Many passengers were booked in these suites, which would be impossible if the Olympic was the ship that set sail on April tenth, 1912. Skeptics of the insurance scam have also pointed out that even if they did try to get insurance money for the Titanic, air quotes, they would suffer a serious hit to their reputation. The Titanic sinking on her maiden voyage would be a PR nightmare. The whole purpose of these Olympic class liners was to attract the rich first class passengers and offer them the finest things. Image, is everything. And their first their well, their second Olympic class liner on her maiden voyage, boom, sinks.
0: To I a fucking it, iceberg. I
2: think right. it'd be worse if it was the first one. Well the
0: first, well, the one, first one almost one fucking wreck. sank. But what yeah.
2: I'm saying is like if I'm going with you on this tinfoil hat ride. Oh yeah, I forgot to say put on tinfoil hats, fuckers. Yep. The tinfoil hat is in there. We're in a small world. I've got it on. If I would say that, you know, out of one out of three, I would want the one that was probably not the first to be the first one to sink. Well, they they
0: promoted this one as the unsinkable ship. Yeah. Unsinkable.
1: Practically practically. unsinkable. And she hit a fucking iceberg.
0: (laughs) And it ripped through the holes and... Yeah. Fucking snap the ship in half.
1: The Titanic was so infamously dubbed, quote, unsinkable, while proved to be tragically incorrect. Only a freak set of circumstances managed to sink the ship, however. So, like, if they didn't hit an iceberg, they probably wouldn't have sank. Well, all
0: right. So here's my thing. With this conspiracy theory. How did they know an iceberg was going to be there at that fucking time? It's it's impossible. That had right. to be an explosive charge.
1: But I did read briefly. It was like a blurb one time. So I really don't know how credible that piece, this piece of information is. But I do remember reading something with the guy that's like up top in like the, what's it called? The crow's nest. Yeah, or the, the crow's nest. The crow's nest. Um that iceberg was so fucking big that it created a void in the stars, like some 20 miles out.
2: But you also have to think about this is a big ship and it takes a lot for them to turn.
1: Right. But, but that was th- their biggest argument. That's not what
0: I'm saying. I'm saying, oh. how did they know an iceberg was going to be in that place at that fucking time?
1: They didn't. They didn't. They, they didn't. were just so, counting on the Olymp the ti- the quote Titanic to just basically succumb to her injuries, I guess, and just like of some sort. Of yes, of some sort or maybe purposely sink it since it was the Olympic anyway. That's kind of what I'm and saying. And the Californian was sitting in lying in wait to save all those people. And
0: I I just find it suspicious that they're just, like, the story is an iceberg. Yeah. People on the ship saw the iceberg. Yeah. Do you think that they took the opportunity when they saw an iceberg and just drove straight into it?
1: Maybe. I mean, they
2: did speed up. But if you, not just talking about the movie, I'm talking about the documentary. Way before that, they were sped up. Considerably, and stopping or slowing down was very difficult for that ship. So they were probably they were like, you know what? You know what a great way to hit something is speed up, full steam ahead, yeah,
0: drive right into it.
2: That that I'm that. I'm but I have like, my what was the on. fucking
0: backup plan if that iceberg hadn't been there? That's what I guess. That's what I'm trying to get at they is, make it is to like
2: New York and and record speed and and kill the tablet. No,
0: I, I'm I'm saying. Maybe, like, with the other ship 12 miles away, maybe the sinking point wasn't right where it was. Maybe they had explosive surge on the ship to, to sink it a little earlier and just yeah. mishappenstance happened.
1: hmm
0: And it went down a little earlier than I expected.
1: The guy... Well... There the job was, got done. There was navigational errors because the Californian ended up being 12 miles away. I don't know how fast it takes or how long it takes to get from a huge ass ship 12 miles. But it sounds like a lot.
2: Well, they said it was one of the fastest ships. It was moving at twenty seven miles an hour. No, that
1: was the Mauritania. Oh, that was Mauritania, was yes. Sorry. So the Californian was another large passenger ship okay. that had no passengers on it but it had blankets and
2: Okay, okay, well, let's talk about the Titanic, which was one of the largest ships
1: right. let's say of was, her time.
2: Let's say it's it's moving at 27 miles an hour at the same speed as the other one was, or right. maybe a little bit faster. That's still pretty slow. That's enough to piss me off on Highway 17 down here.
1: <laughs> Considering the speed limit is 45. That's enough to send me into road <laughs> not rage. Not for
0: her. It's about 65.
1: But I know some, like it's not... Like, I
0: just find this like—it's fascinating. F- yeah, it's f- fascinating. Um, the fact that this iceberg magically fucking appeared—I
2: mm-hmm. don't think it magically appeared. I think they sped up. I think in they, the they took the opportunity. Yes, they Any saw opportunity,
1: was, and they seized it. Yes, the nest guy was like, "Fuck yeah, full speed ahead!" Find
2: the. And what what happens if they don't hit one? They end up in New York
1: faster, and then no. The tabloids- I think
0: the point was to sink the fucking ship.
1: Yeah, the point was to sink the it was. Titanic. But if it what more.
0: I'm saying is, how would they do it if they hadn't hit an iceberg? And the only way I could think of that is like
2: explosives. Mm -hmm. Well, they're also sitting on steam-powered, which, you know, if one of those boilers go, I mean, that's a a damn explosive on its own.
0: Mm -hmm. So, I I think the ship was going to go down either way.
2: They were going to find, if it didn't hit an iceberg and they got closer to New York, they probably would have. But
0: they probably saw the iceberg and was like, oh, shit, this is more believable than a boiler. Oh, that looks,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, could White Star Line... Really, you've put together this complex plan. There are, you know, so many variables that are unknown. You know, how could they ensure that it was going to be successful? Like, they could have blown up a bowler and it not have worked. Maybe. I don't know. Um, If their scheme was actually uncovered, the consequences would be grim.
0: Oh, there would be a patsy.
1: Those in charge we blame for the deaths of fifteen hundred people. Maybe even as go as far as murder charges, would JP. Morgan and White Star Line really risk the gallows for an insurance scam? Yes, you think so? Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, possibly.
2: I mean, you asked me if my tinfoil hat on. Me and Eric were here with it.
1: <laughs> I love it. The Olympic served as a troop transport in World War 1 and resumed service as a luxury liner in the in the 20s and 30s before finally retiring in 1935. In all that time, nothing was discovered. Even in the deconstruction of the Olympic in 1936, that it was ever anything but the olympic regardless of which ship sank in the end around 1500 passengers lost their lives on april 12th 1912 14th april 14th just kidding that was wrong april 14th 1912
0: shit
2: she
1: had her tinfoil hat too tight it was too tight yeah. i'm sorry
0: cut off the circulation
1: it <laughs> did i do deep into this
0: so what do you ladies think because I think
1: I think there are no such things as coincidences I think there are both supporting arguments on well there's supporting arguments on both sides like the you they completely deconstructed the Olympic in the Olympic in 1936 and found no evidence like not even one You're telling me they so accurately and perfectly swapped these ships, these massive Olympic class liner ships, that there was not one shred of evidence on the Olympic, but there was on the Titanic. How does that work?
2: Unless the Olympic wasn't labeled the same way as the Titanic. It didn't have it and the only way i could see it is if it wasn't like there there's nothing else it well, could like, be like except what we
0: talked about Olympics. earlier they stamped all the the shit beforehand
2: mm-hmm.
0: with the correct numbers
1: right but you, you don't have to move anything if
2: you're just stamping it and saying this belongs to this right You I mean, would just have to ni-
0: revamp the olympic this, and restamp everything in there this is
2: 1912 I mean, I'm sure they sent out, like, schematics to the public of who, what they were writing in. Right. But they, I mean, that's just lines and damn blueprints. That doesn't mean shit.
1: But not one person. Not one. I mean, there was that letter. But, like, not one person. Not not one deathbed confessional where, like, it doesn't fucking matter. What you say because you're dying. He can't hurt you because J.P. Morgan at that point is probably dead because probably are young people working on these ships.
0: He's a scumbag and we'll probably cover it. He'll come up in later episodes. Probably.
1: But not one deathbed confessional like the Titanic.
2: Unless they didn't know.
1: But there are rumors because that's why no one wanted to work on the Titanic. For any amount of money. Are you kidding me? There's not one price that they could have named. That could have put you on that ship.
2: I don't know. It was
1: 1912.
2: A lot of them had a lot of principles. Some of them did. The That's ones, uh, true. They also hired a bunch of Irish immigrants to work in like the like boiler rooms and stuff like that. And a lot of them like were
1: poor as dirt. Right. Living, in and a, they were still denying it. Yeah. They were still denying the know. job.
0: We'll never know.
1: We won't, but it's fun to talk about it. Exactly.
0: And if you guys have a theory on what happened, Tell please us. let us know. Yes. Send us a message on our Instagram, Twitter, uh, or Facebook.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Let us know what you think.
2: Put your uh, TM'd, trademarked, Creeps in the Crypt TM poll hat on. <laughs> and make sure you let us know.
1: This was a lot of fun to dive into. It was a lot of fun. Yes, I had a good time.
0: Yes. Uh, drop the socials.
2: First and foremost... Thank you. We are almost into the season, guys. We are getting there. We're yeah. about to get ramped up. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are ready. I mean, they already spoiled some things, which is a little shit. But you know, yeah. sometimes you gotta throw some you know, out teasers out there. Teasers out there. Yeah, sometimes you gotta tease a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I only gave two. Yeah, two out of like what? Twelve.
0: Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Yeah.
2: We get the big ten. Ooh.
0: There's some heavy hitters in there.
2: There's some good oh, ones. That's some really There's good some ones. Me some good ones. Me and, that's me that's and that's Sam that. are going to be sitting here just... Oh, no. Speaking of which, if you guys are excited, make sure you guys are downloading the episodes. Make sure you guys are following us on the socials. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Sam needs
1: to get on the TikTok. Yes, I do. I'm writing them now. Yeah, Sorry.
2: Make sure you guys are commenting, liking the show, and make sure you guys are giving us a review. We do appreciate those. We do look at them. We do take the recommendations, and we love you. And
0: I post the reviews on our Instagram.
1: Mhm, I enjoy seeing them. Yes. It makes me happy. They're very good. Yes. Make me happy. And share with your friends.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next Friday with uh, something special for Cinco de Mayo.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for this one.
0: A little something paranormal for you.
1: Yeah.
0: <gasps> All right, guys. Talk to you later. Stay Bye. creepy. Stay creepy.